0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Subsegment, a show where we discuss all things queer, kinky, nerdy, and taboo. I'm one of your hosts, Irony.
1: And I am Pop Noodles, your co-host, and I welcome you to Subsegment.
0: Well, guess we're in the thick of it now. Hello. Thick of what? The the thick of the internet.
1: What do you mean? (laughs) We're
0: recording now. Ah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, hello there.
0: Hello, hello internet. Hi. <laughs> uh, my name is Debbie Irony. I'm Yes, and we are a, a DS couple, yeah. and, a, and a, ooh, and a kick the, the table, and a vanilla, and a vanilla couple, I guess.
1: Is <laughs> a really vanilla life. We live in it. <laughs> I don't think it is.
0: No, it's really not.
1: It's <laughs> um, a weirdo couple and partnership relationship as well as a ds relationship
0: yes mm-hmm. <laughs> um and we live in montreal quebec canada and mm-hmm. um, we are starting this podcast uh the two of us as just sort of a really fun dive into queer and kinky lives of us and our friends and people around the world.
1: Mm-hmm. Also, a little nerdy and geeky. Yes. Just have another perspective on it. Yes. Also, just to you know, bring something else on the table.
0: <laughs> yes, we um, we come from different backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am quite obviously English Canadian, yes. uh, as you can hear from my accent. <laughs>
1: I'm French-Canadian, and I tried to have an Anglo accent, and it doesn't work. Oh, no, it
0: definitely doesn't work. <laughs> oh, but you tried.
1: Yes. yes. I mean, my English accent is fine.
0: Yes, I love when you speak English. Mm. Your accent is beautiful. Mm.
1: Mm. I mean, I could make it very French-Canadian-Quebecois, but it's not very pretty all the time, so I'd rather step it up a little bit. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah so one of the things that you may recognize my voice from is from another show called fetish world podcast i'm just going to acknowledge that right away um but we have decided to branch out on our own and pursue this more queer aspect to uh our previous show Mm -hmm. i'm just helping on the side and being the (laughs) co-host just just the (laughs) 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 co-host yes (laughs) well um, so this first episode is going to be a little bit of a get to know us and, uh, sort of a sh- show format introduction mm-hmm. and other episodes. We will be interviewing, uh, like I said before, lots of people we've got, uh, we've got people with all sorts of kinks. We've got people with hypno kinks and more puppy people and, uh, we've got leather fetishists and. Oh, boy.
1: VR creating games with BDSM in it. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of new things to explore. And uh, we have cool future interview that we have to prep for uh, with a drag queen and just drag people. And, uh, yeah, look very forward to dive into all that. Hmm. Um, yeah.
0: Well, um, uh, let's talk a little bit about us. Yes. Um. Do you want to ask me a question first? Uh, Like what? (laughs) Uh, You can ask a bit about me.
1: Yes. So, Irony, what are you?
0: What am I? Oh, God, what (laughs) am I? Well, I am a almost 34-year-old non-binary dom, Mm -hmm. uh, also identify as a top, uh, who is now trying to delve a little bit into like a more mm, receiving play side i i don't i don't know if i'd really call it submissive so much as uh, receiving, receiving <laughs> yeah bottoming <laughs> um power bottom. How, yes very much <laughs> power bottoming. um just trying to open up i've uh i've got 14 years of ds experience uh bdsm experience under my belt uh relaying into like pro doming and lifestyle doming uh event coordination within the kink realm as well as um oh my god show producing and burlesque and drag and uh art and oop, kicking just real good for this edit sorry love mm-hmm. uh so into the burlesque realm and things of that nature Yes, so I—that's—that's uh, that's a bit very quickly about me.
1: It's like the podcast; uh, they've been doing it for at least five. To six so yeah, years. yeah, five years. And BDSM for fourteen years, and I'm here. It's been a year, and podcast been six months or something. <laughs> so I'm like a little, little baby in every sphere of that. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I'm 28. I'm a trans man, queer. Uh, I go by EM because it's easy for my mind like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess I'm a big switch. Yes. Or I can either be very okay dominant and more so a sub. But uh, I don't mind being either the top person or the bottom person. I don't really care about that. Uh, so, uh, I mean, I'm an IT guy, so I studying this and working soon in it i've been not visual person which i never did anything with that uh i also am a museum technician so i have a lot of uh technical hands capability mm-hmm. uh, so i i like everywhere and everything but it is really my main big kink
0: mm-hmm L- lifestyle kink. Yeah. Yes. Um, you're also very uh, much a tinkerer. So, yes. diving into a world, hopefully in the near future, of like toy creation and things of that nature yes. is going to be uh, very interesting. And, and I'm very excited for us to share with the world uh, our interview with Stream oh. Arcanine, which will come up eventually. Yes. Um, who is also a tinkerer mm-hmm. and yeah, that's gonna, that's gonna be really, really exciting for all of you. Cause we've already had the, the discussion. Mm-hmm. Um, we uh, have been together over a year now. Mm-hmm. Um, you said you've only been in the scene for a year, but um, you know, the COVID year is actually in fact two years. So I think you've been mm-hmm. in the scene a little longer than that. Sure. Uh, <laughs> would you like to, uh, Talk a bit about how we first met.
1: Well, well, you know, it was in the middle of the pandemic. <laughs> well, mostly at the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. So it was around May uh, in 2020. And we met uh, on Discord uh, through a mutual game server in Vampire Well Realm.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So we were playing uh, Vampire the Masquerade. And then I got invited to witness uh, some of your other games of role-playing with uh, other friends. Mm-hmm. And then uh, one on Night, you <laughs> thought that you broke my little brain with sexual content. <laughs> and then you reached out on uh, Messenger to talk to me. And then since that day, we never stopped writing together.
0: Yes. So, yeah. Um. It was very much a serendip- serendipitous moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought, exactly, I thought I broke his little brain uh, saying something sexual, and I reached out to apologize, and turns out, uh, I I don't know, maybe I just saw the big switch in him, and it pulled me to his beautiful face. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, we just uh, really got into talking about BDSM and sort of interests in that, uh, especially because you were like, oh, no, like, I'm, I'm not too shy, like, about talking about sexual things. And, yeah, we, we started talking about your interest in, like, uh, s- submission Submissive. and uh, servant, service-based mm-hmm. submission, uh, that being very interesting to you. Yeah, so uh,
1: service-based is fun. For me, because it creates a lot of easy, good feeling to help people and just serve them.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, you you very much like uh like simple rewards.
1: Yes, well, I'm food oriented, so anything food is good to me, and it fits perfectly with the puppy play.
0: Mm-hmm. Let's talk a bit about the puppy play. Uh, At first, you were not interested in puppy play, or so you thought.
1: Well, I was very judgmental of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's a little bit like, uh, I don't know, it just seems weird. (laughs) I guess it's the most big reason. Also, you know, anything animal and kink and sex can be seen very, like, weird together, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, which is the first initial thought I had. Um, then it was just about to unlearn those things and understand what the headset uh, space is. in fact um after that it was easier to understand and why people like it mm-hmm. uh, i guess for me this is the big reason why i like it it's also the the way that you, it's so simple to think as a, a puppy and just be around people and happy and serve them and being called a good boy is nice. Yes. And it's pretty much that. And then we kind of learn. that I was really uh, leaning into it easily. So that was good. Mm-hmm. And it was just a question to uh, unlearn the bad pattern around it.
0: Yes. From my perspective, it was very uh, sort of funny because he did so easily learn lean into the, the simple auditory sort of rewards so good boy um and and he was very quick to want to do sort of the um habit training i suppose is, is a very good uh, like pro- habit training protocol mm-hmm. um so he wanted and because we were doing this online a lot of sort of the um the play that we had to do had to be mm-hmm. in in that sort of manner because we couldn't physically do any physical contact play um so to really start we we did start with a lot of verbal cues and things of that nature and he just immediately lit up with them and it was funny because one day we were sitting down and i was like mm, hey, like you keep saying like you're not into this but i i think perhaps perhaps in fact like deep down you might be Mm. and it might be something to think about and then i think you took some time to like look at
1: yeah like i did my study
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, so i look in the internet and try to understand what was all about and uh, also in montreal it's like one of the biggest uh, i don't know i don't know what to call that community pool of puppy, like it's a huge pool <laughs> mm-hmm. there's a lot of people into that community and there's a lot of people easy to reach out for it yes um so that really helps to find people that also have that mindset and being able to understand it and not be sexual all the time about it which was very uh, fun also to look into because mm-hmm. for me it's not just that the, the DS submission role into sexual play. Mm-hmm. It's mostly about the, you know, being a puppy and get a ball, ball chew and come where I'm being called and just have a little belly rub. Uh, yes. So, yeah.
0: Yes. Um, and for me, I uh, am more prone to a non, not necessarily sexual DS uh, relationship. So for me, this being uh, having sexuality into or sex in, in our relationship, because we are also in a like lifestyle vanilla relationship, uh, <laughs> vanilla. Um, it It's a new sort of aspect for me. Uh, most, if not all of my previous DS relationships did not um, involve sex on my part, so there was perhaps uh, you know, penetration of like I'm wearing a strap-on or whatnot for power play, sensation play, whatnot, but it I wasn't necessarily like coming from that. So it it's interesting for me to um involve sort of my personal sexuality in in our relationship. And it, it's very eye-opening to To realize how much I actually am into dominance, um, and how fun that can be. We're also into uh, chastity,
1: Mm -hmm. edging. Mm -hmm.
0: That's really been very fun for us.
1: Mm -hmm. Yes, well, (laughs) to the extent (laughs) of chastity that we can do. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But uh, edging is fun for sure, but... uh being able to explore it with someone else is more fun than just by myself. Uh, uh, Yeah, so there's a lot of things like that. Mm We also enjoy a lot of uh, different toys and and such to help us to get into that space that we want to. Yes. Uh, And sometimes we just have a little session now and then. Yes. uh, Set up play and Together for those moments, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, and, I mean, you've been into King for a very, very long time. Yes. And what basically attracted you to maybe start that relationship with me?
0: <sighs> um, when we first uh, started talking, like it had been a very long time since I've had a personal slave. Bottom part play partner. Um, my I was in a long term vanilla relationship that wasn't necessarily going very well, um, and I had gotten to a point where I was like, I really need DS in my life. Like I need it on a regular basis. And as with most things, like COVID, just sort of brought out for a lot of people. Um, a lot of gender things and a lot of like what I need in my life things because, Mm -hmm. you know, you are stuck in one place and if you don't have the things you need to grow, it's pretty fast that you realize that you're like wilting in something. Um, so for me, I was like, I, I desperately need this. Like I was no longer going to parties, uh, and getting sort of that like small fix that I'm, you know, from friends and and whatnot. So I was really like, oh no, like I super need this in my life. This is very much part of my personality. And then us talking together, um, and I suppose your like newness to everything. Oh, and excitement to learn was really what like drew me to you um, because you weren't, and you also had a personality. That was the other thing is like, you weren't immediately like, yes, mistress. And at the time, like I was still figuring out pronouns and things mm-hmm. things of that nature. Um, and you weren't immediately like, just I'm a big sub, whatever you want. You were like, let's discuss this. Uh, yes, I want to try this. No, I don't want to try this. Uh, I'm interested in these things and I'm super not interested in these things. And like you having done some research was also really great. And it was actual research and not like, <laughs> not like I looked at some pictures of these pornos and like I just want to <laughs> do this.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, it's a big commi- commitment. Yes. So uh, the first thing that we talked together was mostly to just have uh bdsm uh relationship mm-hmm. so it wasn't based in partnership or uh you know just romance uh kind of deal so i had to understand what that means because i mean it's a full commitment anyway uh, mm-hmm. it's not just like it's, it's even more complicated in my head to have a bdsm uh, relationship because it's a lot of commitment and uh, trust and uh, talk uh, openness uh, so it's uh, it's a lot. Uh, it's exactly like a r- normal, let's say, relationship. So it was important for me to understand what that means and how much I want to give to that. So, yeah. And you having so much knowledge was easy to just um, be really like, I'm a fucking noob and just help me understand those things and then we can see where we go. So, and, you know, it's very easy to be open with you. So, yeah hope the next two. Wow. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> well, now I'm blushing. <laughs> what is the biggest realization you've had about yourself during this exploration so far?
1: Oh God, those uncertainties changed so much from where I was before and now. Funny enough today, I think would be easy to do with the right when you have the right person to learn mm. from it and to do it. Uh, And also being able to communicate so easily with someone to be able to, uh, set up boundaries on when you had enough or not. Mm -hmm. Uh, but wow. Okay. For myself, my own exploration, uh, it's more serious than it look, but also it's a lot of fun. I love the contract base of understanding of what we're going to play and do like for an evening. And I guess that's very really speak to my organized brain.
0: Mm-hmm. Negotiating a scene.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's just I guess for me it's just I can't be sexual and uh validating in that because you know, being trans is not always easy for that. Uh, at least for me. Mm-hmm. Uh so you pretty much if people doesn't know that, you're pretty much the only person with whom I had very sexual intercourse since I had uh uh transition and you know, it was—it meant a lot to me to be able to share that with you and to explore that. Same. And I guess that's a very big self-aspiration uh, by itself. It's a big realization to be able to uh, explore that with someone. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't know. It's a lot of things. I'm just surprised to be able to do it, I guess, and to respect uh, every part of it and be able to uh, discuss it together in a very mature way, Mm -hmm. I guess.
0: I've really enjoyed our relationship as well. Uh, I, this, again, with COVID and everything, I've tried really hard and to fight myself and my own sort of demons, of course, as we all do, um, to really just put it out there how I'm feeling. Mm. Um, With DS, it's not a problem um, for me to explain like how I'm feeling and whatnot, but in the vanilla aspect, I do have a bit of trouble. So I'm trying to learn from myself and from you and our communication in the DS relationship, bring that to like the vanilla Mm -hmm. realm, because it it has been so separated in my mind for Mm -hmm. so many years that it's still in parts, like when we play heavily, Mm -hmm. versus just like our everyday like sweet play that like kind of merges its way into our personalities and and in our relationship the puppy play specifically like really sort of flows between between the two relations like Mm -hmm. if we want to separate them to two relationships the puppy play is the thorough line that that really crosses both boundaries um whereas like the the servant servant submission really is more like we sit down and decide to to bring those roles on mm-hmm. on for us, so for me, the communication aspect and just being really open about how I'm feeling versus like you know allowing previous uh head spaces to sort of take over is really important for me so like that's something that I'm constantly working on, and it's you know asserting myself in a vanilla space is a lot different than asserting myself in like a bdsm space
1: yeah i mean it's more vulnerable too so it's not the same realm but Mm -hmm. it's funny because i mean we're the same person in a way but the this this distinction is very uh obvious Mm -hmm. in that sense uh but yeah i mean it's a day-to-day learn how to open up on different subject Uh, but i feel like us being already very open on the bdsm side helps a lot for the vanilla relationship let's say
0: Mm -hmm. we've um instituted into our vanilla relationship a a check-in method that's very much similar to like a like a check-in method that you would use in bdsm Mm -hmm. um so we use that for both Mm uh and it's the no bullshit uh like this is the space where we talk about how we're feeling and we don't hide shit
1: Mm um well it also cut on the um language barrier that we sometimes can have with misunderstanding
0: mm-hmm. so, because we do not speak the same language surprise surprise
1: yeah, well i understand english pretty well but sometimes expressing myself on those matter can be hard mm-hmm. because i don't have the exact word for it mm-hmm. or, or my freezing is very wrong <laughs> yeah. which happened and um,
0: my understanding of french is not enough to like
1: to let me uh Say big words and <laughs> have long conversation in it. Unfortunately, so, well, yeah. that's
0: okay. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> I don't mind speaking English to be honest. Mm. So, but I mean, that's kind of lead me to a question. Do you think that um, how would you define a BDSM relationship together? Is it like a twenty four seven?
0: Definitely not. But it's definitely not only in playtime. Like mm-hmm. I said, it there's a like an ebb and flow. I find to our relationship that like, uh, the BDSM aspect. Mm-hmm. So some weeks we're doing a lot more kink in, you know, in our off time of work, you know, mm-hmm. in our, in our, in our playtime. Um, so I find that those weeks, of course, like it'll leak into our, like vanilla time. Mm-hmm. So like in the mornings, you know, there, there might still be some like residual power exchange. Mm-hmm. Um, And that comes from, like, a longer aftercare session Um, quite often, I find, if we go to sleep, like, doing aftercare and Mm -hmm. cuddling and and things of that nature. Like, in the morning, I'm more prone to, you know, call you puppy and Mm -hmm. check on you Mm -hmm. and uh, do sweet things (laughs) Mm -hmm. to care for my puppy. Because I'm also a handler, I guess. That's something that I yeah i mean yeah i think things should just Mm -hmm. be very (laughs) obvious at this point uh (laughs) um so yeah it i would say it's not 24 7 but it's like 20 it's like it's like 25 20 slash 5 light (laughs)
1: yeah i mean it's always there and like the like we thought what like we said the puppy like it's always in between those times Mm -hmm. uh it's really delve into any kind of relationship uh, for us. So it's a good way to just be validating. But mm-hmm. well, that doesn't have a question that can lead to another one. Um, did you learn anything new in King and Fetishes since then? Because you're a veteran, but still.
0: <laughs> yes, I'm a veteran Dom. That's, yeah. that's the thing, right? In my past, I have attempted submission uh, less than a handful of times, let's say. Um, one was on like a, for a video shoot where, (laughs) where, um, the co-star didn't show up. And I was like, I really want to be paid because I've driven seven hours to get here. So, you know, uh, I had to do that and it was not fun uh, at all. I didn't like it. Um, and, uh, so just like, Never had any people that I felt comfortable enough to explore. Mm -hmm. So this was something I really was interested in, in just seeing, because like, I very much believe that like, people should experience both ends of things. So I'm very much somebody who tests um, tools on myself, because I'm not going to implement them on somebody else if I don't know how it feels. But I think I'm at a stage where I'm sort of ready to understand the headspace a little bit. Better, mm-hmm. like I get it from a dom's perspective. I totally get it from like a psychological perspective and just like a therapeutic perspective. Mm-hmm. But I've never been able to really experience it. Like I've never found somebody I've been comfortable or felt really like very submissive with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I suppose, I'm on a journey to to try and see if that's something I can feel. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm very excited to do that. So that's one thing, uh, which sort of goes hand in hand with the pet play, which I uh, first, I believe that we were very much just into like exploring uh, primal Um. play. (laughs) Um, I also have ADHD, so I have to constantly search for words. Um, So we were interested in doing primal play and I fucking love primal play. That's (laughs) really fun. Uh, I like the wrestling aspect. I like the physicality Mm -hmm. of just sort of like figuring out how we're feeling with physical cues, Mm -hmm. uh, which also I think is like good training for just like catching when people are in a good place, in a bad place and whatnot. So that was really important. Uh, And then also a bit of a stepping stone in for me to realize that I was interested in trying pet play. But I was very fast to realize, like I don't think I'm a puppy. <laughs> <No>.
1: <laughs> also, the big submission that can't come with it.
0: Either. Yes, also a bit of slight, slight expected submission uh, in my mm-hmm. brain that, like, I feel like I was because I'm a fab, and like that's already assumed. Like mm-hmm. I felt very much like I can't, I don't want to do that because I'm as a non-binary person, like I don't want to just be seen as like a cute girl in a cat costume (laughs) so you know uh that was like a hard to realize like uh for me to like balance between like i really want to be in a cat costume (laughs) but i don't want to be a cat girl (laughs) 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 so yeah it was uh so i got myself a leather mask Mm -hmm. and uh really have kind of like been picking up things for myself to sort of do a lot of like self-exploration and we're going to delve into a bit more of play with you handling me mm-hmm. a little bit yeah. mm-hmm.
1: I don't feel like I'm going to be very good at it but uh, you know we'll see we'll see mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to take a brief moment of your time to discuss our social media if you would like to email us it's subsegmentpodcast at gmail.com Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash subsegment. And Instagram at subsegment podcast. If you'd like to check out our super sexy website made by our very own in-house good boy, please head on over to subsegmentpodcast.com. And, as always, you can find us wherever you find your favorite podcasts, as well as on Perth's number one online radio station, DRN1 United superhero in the streets and freak in the sheets (laughs)
1: yes (laughs) and who are we having
0: today it is superman batman wonder woman and aquaman
1: yeah very classic
0: yes with this little game i guess we'll call it um both of us are going to uh describe sort of what we think Each of these people, where each of these people fall within like the kink realm. Mm -hmm. Uh, I may or may not go so far as to describe what I think they wear to the party. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. But let's talk uh, Superman first.
1: Okay. Uh, Superman is clearly a big switch in my head. Mm Mm-hmm is not a dumb for sure. is very submissive because he gets every day to save people and be the lead action hero. Uh, I feel like in the sheet is more like I'm gonna do stuff that you want, but I won't be like (laughs) leading for it. You know?
0: Okay, so like a pleaser switch. Yes. Okay. And what do you think? Like his area of interest is.
1: Wrestling for sure, because he's super strong. And I feel he's so buff. yes, I feel like he would use like kryptonite sometimes just to add like the little mm,
0: so weakness. Would 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 the kryptonite act similar to a popper?
1: No, it's reverse. It's reverse like popper. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But it's like weakening oh, him. Okay.
1: Yeah, it's like a pain basically, and I
0: isn't pain for sure because yeah. that
1: that guy gets beat up every fucking day yeah
0: i yeah. was gonna say what if he like uh had sort of a kryptonite uh infused harness that just burned so good
1: oh that's <laughs> kind of sexy i like that mm-hmm. um
0: yeah. so i agree uh i think he's kind of verse in his uh top to bottom ratio mm-hmm. uh I, I absolutely also I don't know if my mind has changed or just uh, evolved since our previous discussions on this topic. Yes, we have had this discussion before, which is the whole reason why this exists. Uh I don't know if my, my mind has changed or, you know, whatever, but I I feel like he absolutely like switches to please. So perhaps like he, he, when he gets with uh, Batman, and who is absolutely a bottom?
1: Yes, Batman's absolutely a bottom. <laughs> um,
0: when he gets with Batman, he's like, "Okay, I'll I'll top for you, baby."
1: Yes, <laughs> I feel like he is a very service man because he does mm-hmm. it all the day, all day. So, like, he would just serve even people that ask him to fuck him. You know? Yeah,
0: absolutely. Okay, uh, so Batman, I will uh, start. Uh-huh. If you don't mind. Uh-huh. Um Yeah, Batman is definitely bottom. Yes. Grumpy.
1: Grumpy yes. denying bottom. He's yes. a fucking brat bottom.
0: <laughs> and a little bit of a pillow queen. Yes. So, you know, <laughs> just likes to be taken care of. He's a little bit mad about it. <laughs> yes. Um, I definitely see him in like a very expensive full latex catsuit. Like I feel like he... Spends well. He's Bruce Wayne, so of course he spends the fucking money. Yes, but it's definitely one of these ones that are easy to get into. Like I do not see him putting a a lot of effort into like a like a neck entry cat suit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. There's definitely like a full body zipper somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yes. I mean that also allows for him to uh, have access to Uh his his genitals because I feel like he's very interested in having his nether regions explored by others.
1: Indeed, like in my head, he's always grumpy, right? Uh, mostly like the comic one and the uh, cartoon Batman. I mm-hmm. feel like is very grumpy and always just like grumble, grumble with Superman, and he just do whatever he wants by himself. Uh, so yeah, I feel like when you know Superman, he's like, oh, he, he kind of recognize the mood of Batman being like, yeah, I want to be fucked right now, but I'm just too fucking. ego. Busted to ask for it.
0: I have uh, a question for you. Mm-hmm. Between Batman and Superman, or yes, Batman and Superman, who is the pig and who is into uh, piss play?
1: Batman both.
0: Yes. <laughs> I fucking totally Batman both. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. But it's all in denied. Yes. Like, un- until you get into the fucking horny state that nothing like phase him anymore. So. Yeah, where
0: disgust goes out of the window.
1: Yeah. You just get ham. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Perfect. I'm really glad we're on the same page with yes. um... <laughs> Okay. So, uh, let's save the ladies for last. Let's go to Aquaman.
1: Okay. Uh, it's maybe the l- one that I know less about.
0: Yes, same.
1: But, I mean, it's mostly a lonely person. I uh, mm-hmm get along with the fish and stuff so we don't see him often
0: would you say he's a voyeur or is he just mm. a little socially awkward at the party and hasn't uh, made those friends yet no
1: no that guy is fucking busting with confidence in my
0: okay yeah
1: because i mean he's the fucking lord of the sea how how shy can you be if the fucking lord of the sea right
0: no 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 i never said he was shy
1: i Uh, said voyeuristic Oh. oh, I said
0: possibly awkward. That yeah. was a that was a, a contextual question. Uh, uh, what I really want to know is: is he a fucking voyeur? Is he going to the party to go watch everyone get it in?
1: I I don't know. I feel like he would be more of a impact play kind of guy.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, because um, in the comics, he always have like those rain with like fish and dolphin stuff like that. Because I feel like it would be good with the whip. And- oh,
0: like a double, a double yeah. tail or double flogger.
1: Double tail, more Ooh, long, yeah, yeah, more precise. Okay, yeah, but like it, it's very like it. It doesn't do it often, but when it does it, it's like wow, Aquaman finally put up the fucking whip finally, you know?
0: Okay, Aquaman's outfit at a party. This is what I think he would wear. I think he would go sort of full. Um, frankenfurter and do like a corset like some shiny booty shorts and then fishnets yes you know uh so like very very rocky horror a little bit of like not too much makeup Mm -hmm. i don't see him you know just natural beauty maybe a little blush maybe he does like a highlight Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but definitely like into like messing with like gender stereotypes and 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 fucking around with that maybe a little burlesque Vibe.
1: Yeah, I mean, it could, it could very be a drag queen. In fact, ooh, I mm, feel like
0: Aquaman as a drag queen would be,
1: ooh, that would be cool, though. No? Yes, yes. You know, with the water team, I feel like it could be a lot. Wet. She, yes, wet thing <laughs> Yes.
0: I I see I see a lot of lube being yes.
1: used. I don't know why, but maybe it's because of listening to some vag bed, vag bag. Conversation from the other time, but I feel like he would be into that Ooh.
0: Like the- mimicking like the pressure that he would feel underwater,
1: yeah i mean he He's can't ca- very either. charismatic
0: you need yes. you need charisma to invite somebody into a vac bed sometimes, so yeah <laughs> yeah okay. like yeah aquam Aquaman is the uh the vac bed station controller, yeah, yes,
1: and he can be like a a big dumb that like to give pain, the whole time wearing a a fantastic drag persona. Yes,
0: yes. I'm yeah. okay. Well, now I want to meet fucking Aquaman. Yeah, and still keeps the name Aquaman. Yes, <laughs> like that is the drag name. Yes, that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um. Last but not least, mm-hmm. Our Lady Diana, <laughs> mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. Yes, I'm going to walk her into a party. Okay. For you. Picture this. Mm-hmm. Classic fucking Tom. <laughs> so yes, we've got pencil skirt, <laughs> uh-huh. tiny tiny waist belt uh, corset, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then either like a black bra, maybe a gold bra. It still feels that feels a little too like quote. Old school tacky for her. Like, I feel like yes. a very like she would need like the hard the boob bra and or or just full school marm. So white dress shirt, uh, almost like a, a menswear vibe to it, mm. but just like oh, real, real like tall statuesque. Yes, I think um, Julie Newmar sort of yes. body.
1: I feel like the menswear would be more like obviously tailored to looks a little bit more uh feminine cuz oh oh yeah i'm i'm talking yeah.
0: like a uh, men, men's wear as women's wear
1: uh-huh that's very sexy yeah yes. and i feel like if she only wears black she must have her uh, lasso lasso um yes golden shiny and it's yes. the only fucking accessory that she have on her
0: oh my god yes and, and it's obviously, like a gold fucking chain
1: yes obviously
0: she's into role play yes interrogation specific scenes yes she yes. is the, in with, <laughs> the I, crop yes yes and uh i very much picture she she likes to make sure that the lighting is perfect in the room mm-hmm. so she's got like the overhead the <laughs>
1: <laughs> with the red all yeah. around
0: She's just got like some slave following her around with like a lamp at all the parties just so she has perfect lighting. And she she's not mean or, or like stern. No. She's the type of dom that just like you she would lift an eyebrow and you're like, oh fuck. Oh,
1: fuck. Yeah. Yes. Definitely.
0: Absolutely. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: And I can totally see her with like Superman and him trying to hack as if he was a bad man, like a a villain, and he's not able to because he's just too excited <laughs> about, you know, Diana. And she just
0: runs. She just runs her hand like across his chest, and he's like, "Oh." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. The other thing that I think that Superman would be at the party is absolutely a DM. So a dungeon monitor, um, because he's all about safety and making sure everyone's okay. Mm-hmm. Like out of all superheroes, he's always the one that sort of like, like Spider-Man kind of like always helps and everything, but there always feels like, ah, crap, more, more yes. shit. Whereas, yeah, like, he's
1: not as responsible as Superman for sure. Yeah. yeah,
0: Superman is like, cool, this this crazy thing is happening, I'm going to yes. go deal with it and then go back to the party and still smile.
1: Yes, Superman is the perfect, lawful, good person. Yes. Yes. <laughs> So definitely would be a good DM for sure. Yeah, uh-huh.
0: <laughs> Diana, Lady Diana, uh, mm-hmm. Wonder Woman, would absolutely go by Lady Diana. Um, yes, but I feel like like she's really choosy, so like you never see her getting anything sexual in the room like I feel Mm -hmm. like she's just very stoic and there to like do her sort of classic BDSM role play that she enjoys and it's it's that's it there's no sex involved she goes home doesn't even masturbate she just feels really good at the end of the night
1: about how the insane imagery that she gave to everybody else yeah
0: who are jerking off to her and that's getting her off mentally Yes. yes uh huh I don't know. I feel really good about this.
1: Yeah, I feel like we did a great job. Yeah. (laughs) Pat uh, ourselves
0: on the back. I guess that's going to be the end of it uh, right now since uh, we don't know how to end the show yet. Um, (laughs) So thank you very much for listening. I hope that you enjoyed it. Um, and if you have any sort of uh, pitches or suggestions of fantasy characters that you would mm-hmm. like us to break down, please write to us.
1: Stay kinky. Stay safe. I'm Noodles. And I'm irony. And geez.
0: bye.
1: <laughs> bye. <laughs>